Stay Sane with Jane, the show that helps you and your business to thrive, not just survive. Tune in each week as Jane connects with guests in the wellness, business and publishing worlds, bringing you the most up-to-date training, techniques, healing and guidance for growth, mindset and motivation. Each session includes a magical guided meditation led by Jane or one of her special guests. Here's your host, Jane Scandler. Hello and welcome to this episode of Stay Sane with Jane. Our wonderful guest today is Willow and she is a mental health poetry writer on Medium who writes raw, real life experiences um, in poetry about anxiety, depression, PTSD, ADHD, past addiction and suicidal ideology. I am am here to introduce you to her and she's going to help you um, and hopefully the whole world end stigma um, to mental health and help others to understand and express their own mental health issues. Um, And not only is she a medium, she is also um, an animal communicator and a chakra teacher. Thank you so much for joining us, Willow. Hi, yeah, thanks for having me. Now, you and I have known each other for quite some years now, um, and it's been such a pleasure to see you grow, and especially your work within mental health. So would you like to share with the audience a little bit about yourself? Um, Yeah, tell us about Willow. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. So, yeah, I um, started my journey um, with my own mental health. And uh, once I'd recovered and got into a good place, I had a job with the NHS working in their recovery college as a lived experience peer tutor. And we were able to run courses on chakras, which was amazing, spirituality benefits of nature, benefits of pets, all the things that were really up my street. And that lived experience really helped people to cope better with their mental health and have those tools in place so that they wouldn't relapse. So really helping the NHS keep kind of numbers down and things like that. So it was a beautiful job. Um, And it helped my mental health because it helped my confidence, my self-esteem. And sharing that lived experience led me to work for an organisation organization called time to change um, i don't think they're a thing anymore but there's still time to talk day for, for mental health mm-hmm. and that helped me understand with the training how to create conversations with people to end the stigma because that's what they were all about so oh, amazing I, I don't hide my mental health i talk about it a lot and to yeah. help me process it I, I now write poetry about it. I've always written poetry about it, but now I get paid because I write it on Medium and have followers. That's fantastic. So could you tell us a little bit about your journey and how you ended up in this field? Yeah, so interestingly, in nearly every 
meditation early days on my spiritual journey or any kind of card readings, I'd always be given or shown a quill or a pen. So there was always this hint, hint that I should be a writer. But I didn't really know how that would look like and how I would get into that. So it's been quite a long journey to get there. But uh, I always say it doesn't matter when it happens because the path can be long and winding. So it wasn't really until I moved county, um, my self-esteem and well-being went up because where I lived, people were more friendly, more open. Yeah. And um, when I moved in here, I knew nobody in the area. And I just uh, was looking out for things like meetup groups, etc. And this meetup group kept emailing different things. And on one day, there was a picture of someone on a hammock on a beach with a laptop. And it said, would you like to learn how to make money from your writing? And I was like, yes, please. <laughs> so I yes. signed up and it was a lady doing a sales pitch on um, selling a package for medium, basically. Um, more of a strategy side and it takes me a while because of my uh, mental health and the way my brain works to pick things up so I thought well if I invest in that it will give me all the pitfalls and all the things that get me out of my own way mm -hmm. and uh, it'll set me on so I did all the training over the Christmas break because like I said I didn't really know many people so I hunkered down did all that training and uh, worked out all the technology got it on my phone and started writing and I published my first poem in January last year yes and I've been publishing one or two every week since then oh wow yeah. that is amazing so I've heard of medium before um is it all poetry is it blogs is it yeah, there's, yeah there's all sorts on there so some people write listicles, you know, like seven ways to get a, get a new job or seven ways to, to deal with um, anxiety. Some people write um, fiction. They do prefer fact on there. A lot of poetry on there. Some people write acrostics, which I like writing where the first letter of each word is across. And um, some people just write from lived experience or some people write about artificial intelligence and so it's really vast um, yeah yeah and it's, it's all kind of based on having followers who are paid members is how you get paid so you get paid a few cents for what they write it was originally um f williams that created twitter that created medium um, ah so yeah and i'm surprised i never heard of it because it's been going for some time now yeah yeah so just and it's interesting them. because a lot of these um websites and including you like your own website if you put all blogs and poetry on your own website um you tend not to get paid it might drive traffic to something else that you could get paid for but this is you know this is amazing to be able yeah. to put your writing on there and get followers that pay so you get uh, a monthly income that sounds yes. fantastic yeah it's really good and tell us a little bit more about your the other areas you work in, like the animal communication and the chakra teaching. Yeah, so yeah, so the animal communication is something that I've kind of known since my 20s that had a psychic side. And sometimes I was in pet shops and especially puppies would just pop this, it wouldn't be in words, but they just pop this feeling in me. And they'd say, I really want you to tell my owner that 
I'm so happy and you know, like the best owner I've ever had in all my soul incarnations and things like that. And I was like, used to think I was going a bit mad. Um, yeah. But then I would tell people and their face would light up. Yeah. So full circle, um, I lost my dog back at the end of lockdown. And because when you're close to someone, it can be hard to do that work. So I employed an animal communicator to help with her end of life issues. And it gave me such kind of solace and honouring her life and her last request I thought I need to do something with that so um, I worked with a friend's horse um, last year who she knew was having put to sleep they live up in Scotland and you know she she absolutely was devastated because it was quite you know it's quite early in its life that it had to go and uh, yeah so I asked her if I could practice and what came through was just so moving. I felt the horse's energy around me. Um, I kind of felt its heart beating. And what I do is I ask the owner to ask permission of the animal, send me a picture, and then I tune in with the animal and in my own time. And I make little voice notes recorded, and then I send them through. So with, with the horse, Robbie, he hadn't been to a place of water this little brook and stream that he'd not been to for some time and they took him there before he was uh, put to sleep so mm. that was really beautiful um and of course yourself recently with your lovely umber yeah i was just going to say let me tell um my side and then you can tell the listeners um what what you did so my my lovely little doggy umber um, has since she came into season um she was having phantom pregnancies um their false pregnancies after a season and it would be so kind of the hormones would be so extreme she'd even be lactating um but she hadn't mated or anything like that so I knew her body wanted puppies but obviously it was too soon at first and then when she was over three and I'd, I'd kind of I'd reduced her symptoms quite a lot by using homeopathy um but I just had this feeling that she she really wanted puppies she wanted a litter of her own um and after doing lots of research into um you know, is there a market down here for Springer Spaniels? Am I going to be able to find enough homes? Um, doing all that kind of practical side of things and looking into the uh, dangers of breeding a dog um, and all of that. I then wanted to do my sort of triple check um, and and I knew Willow did animal communication from, um, you know, her posts and everything. So I reached out to Willow and and asked her, can you can you tune in? This is what I think and feel. Um, I'm happy to do it, but I just want to 100% know that my dog really does want to do it as well. Um and then I, I'll pass you over to Willow for the next bit of the yeah. story. Yeah, so you sent the lovely picture of Umber and I tuned in. And, um, yeah, she 
showed me a picture of her like being a really good mum doing all the jobs like we've seen her doing on your group you know washing them feeding them taking little breaks for herself and she just was she was over the moon that she was asked permission and um she showed me that she wanted you and your daughter there to help her give birth and yeah it was just a really beautiful experience because like I say I normally work with emotional issues or pets at the end of their life and help the owners to kind of navigate that really difficult time so it was completely new for me but yeah it was just as a clear communication like I don't actually hear voices in my head I just get either sent images or feelings yeah, yeah, like a knowing. A knowing, yeah. And yes. was just like full of joy and excitement for that. So it was really beautiful. Oh, it was so, it was so nice. And when I got Willow's uh, voice recording of the um, the communication, um, it was it was just so beautiful. And I had a little cry and then I had a lovely little cuddle with Amber and... Um, I'd found I found a lovely mate for her um and the the whole experience from start to finish because if you kind of if you do look into dog breeding you can say some experiences are not particularly pleasant for the female dog but I can say it was just such a beautiful experience he was such a lovely dog a very kind caring gentle and they had a play before and after. And it was just, it was textbook wonderful. Even the woman that owned the dog said, oh, this is, you know, this has just been textbook fabulous. And so was her pregnancy. And I I was there at the birth um, and helped with the birth. And it's just been such a beautiful journey. And she is taking breaks from her pups. So the first, say, five days, she wouldn't get out the welcome box apart from to go to the toilet. Had to feed mm-hmm. her in there, bring her water in there like a lovely queen that she is. Um, and But now we're in week, so we're over two weeks now. Um, and she lies outside the box. So they go to sleep properly. And then when she feels they're ready for a next feed, she gets back in, feeds them, cleans them all, cuddle, you know, just lies with them for a bit. And then's like, nope, you all need to sleep now. I'm getting out. And she'll go and yeah. sit down. It's really sweet. <laughs> yeah. And I also recall that at the time that you'd recently got a cat, hadn't you? And yes, I'm going to let you know what she needed um for her to get on better with the cat and it's interesting because when when you took the picture of the cat the cat was like no I don't want to communicate with this because cats can be a bit more stubborn as we know they're not as welcoming sometimes as dogs to new people yeah and especially on the communication side so it was interesting how um everything kind of resolved just from being able to let Umber say what she needed from you Yes. So, yeah, the cat, Purdy, um, wasn't having any of this communication. Um, But her behaviour changed after Umber communicated with you and passed the messages on. Um, So she really allows Umber her evening space on the sofa with me and having cuddles with me. And Purdy is now 
more than happy to have her cuddles like at night when it's bedtime, when I go upstairs and first thing in the morning, she'll wake me up and we'll have a little stroke and a cuddle. But she knows now that she gets her cuddles upstairs and the dog gets her cuddles downstairs. And it's That's it's so really, lovely. yeah, it's really yeah. sweet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so nice that it resolved everything. Yeah. It really did. It was magical. And the one thing um, I will say also to, um, you know, doubters is that obviously Willow knows me. I gave her a lot of information beforehand, but Willow did give me information that Willow would not know about my house mm. Um my garden, the different games we used to, me and Umber used to play, mm. um, some of them like scent games um, that we hadn't played yeah. for a while and she missed and she wanted to yeah. play them again. So it was different things like that. Uh, that I was like, oh, wow. It's like real confirmation uh, that I knew this information would have come from Umber. Willow could not have possibly mm. known it. You know, yeah. there's certain things you can guess, um, but she couldn't have guessed these things. So, yeah, it was real, real confirmation, especially from um, some of the doubters that kind of laughed at me a little bit for getting mm -hmm. animal communicator in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, because it's interesting because I've learned not to leave anything out. I mean, I don't, but sometimes our brain gets in the way and we think, well, this is stupid. So she showed me the stairs. Like, why is she showing me the stairs? And then you clarified that the cat is allowed upstairs, but the dog isn't. Yeah. Yeah. And that was yeah. like, I'm glad I mentioned the stairs. <laughs> like with the lady the other day, she lost her dog recently. And again, it's the first time I've worked with a pet that's already passed over the Rainbow Bridge. And at the end, um, when we, we kind of felt we'd finished, my hand was guided to rub all around here. It kind of felt like I'd gone dead around my hip. And I was rubbing it with this part of my hand. Mm. And I thought, well, I've got to include it because it's so strong. And there was this unusual smell with it as well um, come in from, I guess, from the afterlife. And um, they said that was amazing because when the dog was unwell, it used to sleep on that side and it used to go numb and she would come oh. up and we'd rub it with that part of our hands so it was really significant for them so oh so that's magical just to say it as it comes and it is yeah yeah totally oh yeah. I've got goosebumps yeah it gives me the shivers <laughs> yeah. yeah and so, then the yeah. other another part of your magic is the um chakra readings and teachings yeah, so not so much readings. I used to do healings and readings for people, but I've I've learned now for me that it's I'm much better at teaching people how to work with their own chakras in a practical way. Fantastic. Um, obviously off the back of the recovery college because it, it helped people's mental health. So it used to be a course tailored for adults with mental health. Um I tailor it for everybody, because everybody does experience mental health at some time, but I tailor mm -hmm. it more for it's called chakras for practical daily living because even though I'm a spiritual person I'm very practical I like things to be tangible and doable mm -hmm. um, something you taught me in your training you know keep it simple yes so it's much more simple to teach it from a practical point of view and that's been quite successful here so I had um, a couple of clients join last year and this year I've got a few more this year I'm running it on zoom 
and I only run it once or twice a year as well yeah I like to I like to keep my you know keep my mental health good and not be overwhelmed with lots of lots of things to do Mm. but really all my chakra courses is about is getting grounded being connected to the earth overcoming fears and anxieties and that's all that the root chakra uh, also better relationship with money is the root chakra all that shelter yeah. and safety and then we talk about improved relationships with self and others and then raising the self-worth and confidence up in that solar plexus chakra mm-hmm. and then anybody that joins that first three chakras introduction once they've been through that course then they can come on to the next course which is the upper chakras of course so oh fantastic both the students last year were like yes we're definitely up for that so I was obviously doing something that helped them one of the students there struggles sometimes to speak in public and she didn't have to do it in the end but she was in a show and they needed a compare and one of their compares let them down last minute so she said, well, I'll do the comparing because I've just done this chakra course and I know all about my throat chakra and speaking up for myself. Oh, that's um, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. But she said, um, I was really nervous about it. She said, but the universe brought us in someone else, which she was happy about because she was part of the show as well. So it had been a lot. Yeah. But yeah, she felt brave enough to do that. So to say sense. something. Yeah, yeah, that's magical. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. And I also do some angel card readings for people as well. So that's been quite popular here. So, yeah. I do. I love, I love angel cards, as you know. Yes. Um, Which, which cards do you use? Do you use a range? Yeah. So I like to do, again, very practical. And it's a bit like a coaching session, I suppose. It's um, angels, guidance, story and virtue cards. And then I use an insight pack by, I think her name's Donna Ostel. And the ones my mum brought me and I love using Aww. those because they're just so special. And when I'm shuffling them for people, one one or two fly out sometimes for the person. Yes. Um, but yeah, and I, I do that. So we do three guidance cards, three insight cards and the guidance, whether it's a general reading or a specific question, gives people that guidance to where maybe they want to blow their energy. And then the uh, insight cards are more like feelings to embody to help with that yes so yeah they they really can get people really clear on what they want and a lot of people are like wow it's like they know me and I'm like well they're the angels they they definitely know you they They definitely do yeah yeah I think I think angel cards are a beautiful um a beautiful tool to to help messages come through um when you just shuffle and you think of um you know think of whatever is going on in your life and the all the answers that you want the questions that you want to ask them um that the right cards just present themselves um and i find when i use um angel cards by kyle gray mm-hmm um i'm not sure if they're actually called angel cards no they're the light workers something oh, yeah. or other light workers mm-hmm. one pack which i really i just love i love 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 that pack but i always choose which is right for the client like with energy wise but if i have if that one shows up which it does a lot of the time um pretty much i'd say 95 percent of all readings either 
Jesus, Mother Mary or Mary Magdalene shows up in all of my readings and they're, they're like part of my spirit team. So they're, they're there kind of helping. And I just, I always find it fascinating that I always, you know, 95% of the time, one of them or all of them will show up in one of my readings. That's lovely. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I use them when I do the animal communication, I ask four archangels in and also St. Francis of Assisi because he loves nature and all animals. So he overlaps as well for me, which is amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. So we have kind of told the audience a little bit about what it would look like to work with you from, you know, my my experience and some of the other stories you've told. But if we've got people listening in the audience right now, um, how do they how do they get in touch with you? What is the process of kind of connecting and working with you with these different aspects? Yeah, so, um, I mean, people can like my page. I know we're going to have a link for that. Um, that's probably the best way to get hold of me. Um, but if people work with me, then um, it, w- it would look like if it was the chakra course, um, it would be, like I say, on a Zoom. And that would be a four-week course for the first um, introduction to the first three chakras because the fourth week's a recap. And... Um, they would be there with other people. Uh, I do I do offer it one-to-one as well. But again, I've got limited spaces for that. But if, if it's a group of people, then you've got people from different places, sometimes abroad. And we just all meet together on Zoom. And we go through it each week. So the first week is an introduction to what chakras are, where they're located in the body, how they affect our aura and our energy. And then we talk about the root chakra, and we explain all about all the parts of the body it governs. And we talk about getting really grounded. I include short meditations in that as well to help people get grounded and relaxed. And uh, then there's all the tools, hints and tips that come with that chakra. And then of course, second week would be the sacral chakra, all about relationships with others and self. And I really focus it on the individual And each session, I've got a kind of plan, but I see what kind of people have come to the group and what their expectations are. And we talk about that in the first group. What is it you want to get out of this? And then I tailor it as I go to what everybody Mm. really needs. So, for example, last year when it was people in person, we did some in in a building, some outside and some on Zoom, depending on the weather and how things worked for people like. One of the lady lives far out and the buses aren't great here. So we were able to like tailor it. So when she wasn't able to get in, the other student was happy for us to move it along to the following week and things like that. So it's very flexible, the things yeah. that I do. because so I want it to work for the people that have showed up because they've showed up for themselves. So mm-hmm. get the most juice out of it, if that makes sense. Yes, definitely. And what's your page called? So people, if people are going to Google you. Uh-huh. Yeah, so the page on Facebook is Willows with the little apostrophe with the S, so Willows Mm -hmm. Wisdom 333 Animal Communication. Fantastic. So that's Willows 333 Animal Communication. So Willows Wisdom. Willows Wisdom, that's it. Willows Wisdom 333 
animal communication. So that's on yeah. Facebook. On Facebook. Um, okay, fantastic. And obviously, we're going to have, if you're listening on the radio, that's what you need to go and Google. Um, if you're on the podcast or on YouTube, then look above or below and it will all be there. All the links will be there to connect with Willow. Um, what's your Medium page called? Yes, so Medium page, um, to find me via Google, you type in medium.com at Willow Herb which is H-E-R-B, and then Park, P-A-R-K, 396, and then forward slash membership. So that takes you to my page. Fantastic. Say, for example, you wanted to follow me, you could sign up with that link as well, and you'd be supporting me. Half of your $5 a month would then be part of my earnings. You can go on there, and I think, I don't know if they've changed it, but you can, I think, if you, you don't want to be a paid member, you can read up to three articles a week, which includes my poetry or anyone else's articles as well. But if you do okay. sign up for five dollars uh, a month, which I think is about four fifty nine in pounds, um, you've got access to thousands of different things that are quite short to read. Most things are kind of one minute to seven to eight minutes long. Mm-hmm. So they're really nice if, if you're not like me, you don't want to digest lots of information at once. It's really good for that. Okay. And if they sign up with you, then you get the commission, but yes. they can read other people's work as well. Is that what you're saying? Yes, that's right. Yeah. So if they've, if they've signed up with my link, I get half of their monthly fee. But if they're that's then good. reading other people's, other people will get little cents or pennies for each read. So oh, that's really, lovely. Yeah, really everybody on there relies on paid members reading and it's reading all the way to the end. So with my poetry, quite often you, you don't jump out of a poem, but sometimes you might be reading an article and then it might stop resonating with you and you jump out and that's fine. But reading to the end is how the um, writers get paid. Ah, so it's very, very collaborative. Interesting. That's what's so nice. Yes. So, everybody on there reading each other's stuff is yeah it's really lovely and you can comment and clap so claps are like likes but you can yeah. clap up to 50 times so if you think it's okay you clap three or four times if you think it's really good you might want to do all 50 claps and then you can make oh, a comment when wow. you can highlight bits as well so say there's something that really sticks out you want to comment you highlight it and then you can comment or just highlight so, yeah. very interesting oh I like this yeah it's a really good site I love it and it's so easy to use from your phone so if anybody's looking for an opportunity mm-hmm. again you can sign up with my link and then you could create your own account and you can start writing you need 100 followers before you're able to go on the paywall so it took me especially by commenting on other people really like engaging um, yeah, to get 100 followers. I think it took me five months, and now I'm up to yeah. 230 or something like that. Oh, amazing! That's great work. That's great. Okay. Um, and do you have any advice or top tips for our audience? Yeah. So mainly with mental health side. So again, you know, that's my passion, and you know, everything I do really helps people's mental health. So if you know someone's losing a pet. I'm there to help them navigate that. Um, and also, um, 
you know, the angel card readings and the chakra course can really help people balance their mental health. It's what I use to balance my mental health. So um, my main things, I've got like six tips that I, that I swear by. And I'm just going to quickly share off the back of writing for Medium. Um, I wanted to do some work for a charity again. I love working for charities. And this isn't specifically a charity, but it's an organisation, a CIC, Community Interest. I've become part of since I've lived here for my mental health and it's called Designs in Mind. They're an art studio to support adults with mental health. So yes. we don't go there to talk about our mental health, we go there to let go and create art and we get involved in collaborative projects in the area. For example, we've got a lantern festival coming up and we've been commissioned to make a hundred lanterns oh, out wow. of willow branches covered with um, tissue paper that have little lights in for the twilight room parade for all the kids to go out with yeah that's fantastic so yeah so I'm right I write their weekly blog so um on there I shared some tips for mental health and I introduced myself and these are my six tips so number one is ask for help so when you've got mental health ask for help from either friends or family or people or someone that you know really well or approach a mental health organization and probably the most kind of UK-based national one is Mind. So Mind yes. is a really good charity. They've helped me in the past. And um, the second one is to know your value to this world is in your uniqueness. Because mm. we're all different. And sometimes society wants us to fall into categories and boxes. But if we actually embrace our uniqueness, that's a really good way to, to feel like you fit into the world more. Yes, definitely. Um, yeah. Number three, which is always my favourite, um, remember it's okay to not be okay. Yes. No shame in it. Um, I'm four, seeing yeah. a lot of that as well on um, social media posts now, which is fantastic. You know, it's okay to not be okay. If you want to call me, I'm here, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And also other people who, you know, are you look at them, you think, oh, they've got the perfect life. And but then they write very heartfelt, vulnerable posts as well, saying, actually, I'm not all right at yes. the moment. And thank you for all the support. And I'm just letting other people know that it's okay to not be okay and that you really reach out for help. Don't do it alone, that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's become quite a popular hashtag, hasn't it? So it's, yes. it's really good to see that. Yeah. Yeah, and people sharing vulnerability. I think you, you know, I've said this before in an interview with you. Vulnerability is a big strength, and I think people don't realise that sometimes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And number four is never give up. That's kind of one of my mottos: never give up. You know, we can have days in bed under the duvet. Of course, we can. Days crying, days having meltdowns. That's absolutely fine. But just never give up. Just keep going because tomorrow is always a fresh day. You know, we're always gonna. We might wake up still feeling not great, but there might be little things we can do, like make a nice meal, go for a walk, yeah. all those things that can just like kind of bring us back into ourselves. Mm. Um, number five is be kind to yourself always. So, you know, we live in a world where there's loads of things telling us that we're not good enough, we're not slim enough, we're not fit enough, we're not eating the right foods, but we've just got to be kind to ourselves and, and do what feels right to us, you know. So that's always an important one. And the final one, probably my favourite one, actually, is uh, seek out and know your own worth. 
because it's in us all. Yes. So if you feel really unworthy and you feel like you're not good enough and people have told you that all your life or when you were a child, seek it out. Seek out what your own worth is and just know, know it. Yeah. Perhaps an affirmation. I know my own worth. Keep saying that until it becomes part of how you feel. Really mm, it's very much um oh it can be a hard a hard uh road and a winding road to to find and realize your own worth um especially if you had things um childhood drama through family, relationships, school, whatever it is, that not enoughness that we can hold on to. Um, but once you, you start to realise your own worth and your own capabilities and your purpose that on this, this planet, um, I think it really does shift things. It really changes things, doesn't it? Yes, I think think that's absolutely right and we're both kind of living proof of that aren't we because I know your journey as well as mine and um I had an upbringing I had lovely parents and sisters but I was the youngest and always felt like a bit of a loner um I had bad relationships addictions um I never felt valued in the jobs that I had things like that and um you know I, I turned that around through being married to someone that was very difficult to be married to and he just made me realize that I wanted more from life there was more to me and yeah uh, it really it really was a catalyst for me to say enough is enough I need to do something about this and we went to the same business school and they really instilled in me that I you know, I can make money from my passion. And then I worked with you. Yeah. And I just kept going. I never gave up. And eventually yes. I found my own worth. And ever since I found my own worth, I haven't been afraid to move to a whole new county. You did the same. Yeah. I haven't been afraid to step into like think, okay, those business ideas didn't work. I'm going to try again with these ones that are more aligned with me. And yeah, it's been a long journey and it's been hard. There's been tears and tantrums and yes. running away living in my van yeah. all of those things but I wouldn't change a thing because it's given me so many tools and so many strengths shown me I'm vulnerable shown me my innocence and and I've got I've got value to give to the world and that that is yeah that's in us all I know it is I can I can feel it in other people even when they can't so and see it in other people so I'm a big one for like bigging people up and saying, no, you know, you can do this. Keep going. You'll find yeah. your way. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't have to be business. You don't have to have your own business. It could be being a great mum, bringing up your kids. It's not always about work, is it? No. Yeah. Just enjoying life again or yeah. something like that. Being able to smile at some point every day. You know, yes. you don't, it's it's unrealistic to say I'm going to be happy all the time. Like oh, yeah. that's unrealistic. It's not. Yes. It's not the way life works. No. Um, and all the emotions are valid. So yeah, beautiful. Thank you so much. Oh, it's been such yeah. a pleasure to interview you. Um, as we're kind of coming to the close of our interview, do you have any offers for our audience? Yeah. I do yeah so um 
liking my page is is a great thing to do because there's always offers coming up on there. Um, yes. Every now and then there'll be like a half price offer or a third off. Um, currently, and that Willow's Wisdom three 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 Animal Communication. That's right. Yes. Don't forget the apostrophe on the Willows because otherwise you won't find it. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, at the moment, um, my angel cards, um, they're normally £22. So um, up until the end of February, they're £11. Oh, that's um, an amazing deal. Yeah, um, and they're, they're about half an hour to 40 minutes and they'd be yeah. via Zoom. And uh, I mean, uh, animal communication as well so that is um normally 55 pounds so to anybody that's listened on here yeah or sees it on youtube i'd offer that 44 pounds and again it's not just to tune in for just to see what the animal's thinking because a lot of people ask me that i just i'd love to know what my animal's thinking and i'm like was well, there a specific thing you want to know like with you Amber, having puppies mm -hmm. or is there an emotional issue and they said, not really. I just want to know what they're thinking. Well, I find that difficult because animals don't think like us. They be. Yeah. So I don't really work like that. I mainly work with animals that have emotional issues or burning questions like yourself or end of life requests. And I really help, um, like, you know, the companion, the human companion to come to terms with what's happening, especially if they've got to make that decision to put them to sleep. Yeah go through those end of life requests from the animal so it's comfortable and it honors its life and it really lets let go with grace and mm. um, it doesn't make it any easier because it never is easy but it, it does and of course pets that have passed over the rainbow bridge is something I've just added to my repertoire so yes I can do that as well but I, like I said I do have limited space because I have to look after my own mental health so Definitely. Okay, and we're going to drop those offers um, below. And if you're listening to this live on the radio, um, just check out Willow's page on Facebook, which is Willow's with the apostrophe, uh, Wisdom 333 Animal Communication. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. yes. I could give so my email as well for people that might not be on Facebook. Uh, yes. Yeah. So my email is Willow Herb Park. So that's Willow, W-I-L-L-O-W-H-E-R-B-P-A-R-K-396 at gmail.com. Okay, fantastic. Thank you so much. Like I say, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, I've interviewed you before, Willow, and I think... <coughs> Sorry, I got a frog caught in my throat then. Um, yeah, I feel like this one, even though the last one was great, I feel like mm -hmm. this one was just like the piece de resistance. So I cannot wait to interview you again in a year or two years' time um, and see where where you have got and what's changed in your life. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. Please, guys, when you're listening, reach out to Willow. Uh, she's got so much wisdom and compassion. Um, get on Medium, search her out um, and read that poetry too. Yeah, definitely. You know, if even if you haven't had like serious mental health yourself, you might know someone and reading the poem might help you understand them more. Um, yeah. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Jane. I always love working with you. You've got lovely energy. 
thank you so much um yes right we are going to say goodbye to you willow it's been an absolute honor and a pleasure and we're going to move into the meditation sessions which is a cross between meditation and mindfulness lovely i hope that goes well enjoy thank you so much yeah, thanks again see you Take soon care. thank you bye, bye. stay sane with jane the show that helps you and your business to thrive, not just survive. Tune in each week as Jane connects with guests in the wellness, business and publishing worlds, bringing you the most up-to-date training, techniques, healing and guidance for growth, mindset and motivation. Each session includes a magical guided meditation led by Jane or one of her special guests. And we're going to shift into the slow gear and go into the meditation session. So as we connected uh, with Willow and spoke about animal communications today on episode 15 of Stay Stain with Jen, the radio show that helps you uh, to stay sane. <laughs> we are going to go into this meditation and we're going to connect with animals. So take a moment to get yourself comfortable if you are driving perhaps don't tune into this meditation um, but if you've got space take a seat get comfy and just tune into your body and bring kind awareness to how your body feels bring awareness to your breath And your heart beats. And bring increased mindfulness into this moment. Take a nice deep breath in as we flow into the meditation session. I invite you to reach into your mind and connect with any thoughts that are troubling you. Once you've connected with a few, one, two or three, reach into your body and see if you can find where you might feel the emotions under those thoughts. Imagine the thoughts are the top of an iceberg and the feelings are what's beneath. Is there fear, sadness, Anger. Take a few moments to explore 
and see if you can happen upon the sensations of those feelings. Where do you feel them in your body? And what do they feel like? Is it heavy, tense, dark? Are there any other feelings or thoughts coming up as you explore? A fear of not getting it right, not understanding, or shame, frustration? Whatever there is, whatever is there, whatever it has come from, we're going to just let it be. Let it be there. And now imagine a small child or a puppy or a kitten or some small animal. Something that has absolutely no intention in this life other than to exist. Something who has no intention to create harm. Imagine that small being that helpless being experiencing the emotion that you're experiencing in your body being filled with grief or fear hopelessness or anger anxiety or frustration even numbness is a feeling And imagine that being expressing that emotion. They're probably not expressing it through words, but through actions. Perhaps weeping or shaking or growling, curling up into you. Whatever feels right, how would you react to that? What would you do in this moment to support that little being? Would you say a few words? but likely they would not have much comprehension of words. But would it be your tone of voice which would help soothe the situation? Would you use body language to help comfort 
and support. Take a deep breath in. And I invite you to be that small being, that puppy or kitten. I invite you to express your fear or anger or vulnerability. And then practice holding space for yourself. Or those feelings that are asking you to simply be there with them. Practice having empathy for your own suffering. The way you would for the suffering of others How would you try to make them feel safe in this moment? So again, just sit there with your emotions, just as those puppies or kittens or that small child did. And whatever new emotions arise, allow them to be there too. And allow yourself to hold space for however it feels. And make them aware that it's okay. You've got them, you're supporting them, you're holding space. And when you feel ready, you can come back into yourself, into the physical space you are in into your body, into this present reality. And I invite you to just wrap your arms around yourself and hug yourself. And squeeze the body back into this space, this timeline, this time zone. Giving yourself a squeeze and a pat and knowing that you can have that empathy. You can tune into those feelings and the underlying emotions and you can have empathy and you can be there for yourself just as you were for those for the little puppy, the little kitten, the little child and take a deep breath 
my next hail. Thank you so much for joining me, Jane Scanlon, for this week's Minditation. It has been an absolute pleasure to take you through Stay Sane with Jane, episode 15 with Willow Sterick. And I'm going to sign off now. I hope you enjoyed that meditation. Um, it was a pleasure to link it in with the animals after talking about animal communication with Willow. Um, that's it from me, Jane Scanlon. I look forward to seeing you next Wednesday at 11am. Stay Sane with Jane, the show that helps you and your business to thrive, not just survive. Tune in each week as Jane connects with guests in the wellness, business and publishing worlds, bringing you the most up-to-date training, techniques, healing and guidance for growth, mindset and motivation. Each session includes a magical guided meditation led by Jane or one of her special guests. 